0: Okay, we say there's no money. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But then it out of the equation of having to talk to them for our needs. You know, me, when I, when I want to talk politics, when I want to sit down and talk money, I want to talk money. I, I want to mm-hmm. talk bank talk. When I want to talk about education, I want to talk education. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a brother like me, I'm, I'm, a brother, once they taught me how to read in school, they was in trouble. I'm self-educated. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go to college. But mm-hmm. I want the knowledge of knowing what I need to succeed. Like, what does it take to spark that in our people and in our young people? I'm just a little toxic podcast. I'm your host, Cali Code. Uh, I'm back, and I really, I really don't even need an introduction uh for my guest today special guest returning guest uh uh we did an interview probably about two probably about 2 years like right before the pandemic it really was really was kicking in the, uh, yeah right in the thick of yeah. it and uh just really blew me away with all the knowledge and uh just the 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 information and then the information on top of the information uh that he knew and i, I just feel like uh, it needs to continue to be shared this is a brother that you need to uh continue to google do your googles read his books Dwayne hendrix aka young bread what's going on bro
1: hey man i'm glad to be here bro you for having me back
0: man I, i'm excited i you know we got the cameras rolling, but we had already started the show. We right. already been talking, right. al- already been diving into things. Uh, so much has happened, though, since the last time we talked. And uh, I-, I was telling the viewers th- the knowledge that you have about uh, current events, about history, about the past, about uh, knowledge of self, about being black, about who you are, how you identify. Right. Like, where does that even come from? That- that's the first thing, you know, that, that I think people want to know. Where do you get that fire from? Uh to, to take in the knowledge and then teach?
1: Um I think it it just came from me being in the streets mm-hmm. and the the conditions that we was talking about earlier. Right, right, right. Where we we willing to kill one another, somebody who looked just like you, wearing the same clothes you wearing, use the same slang terminology and right. everything else, and you'll drop the gun and run when the police come. Mm-hmm. So I started seeing systematically what has been done to us from a psychological standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. right? And then even more so, once I gained uh, what I would say supreme knowledge itself, I cried like a baby for like three or four days, bro. Mm. Because once I came into the awareness and I just was like, wow, like, I remember when I was on the road and I had this Mm -hmm. in the trunk of the car and I went to North Carolina with that and I ain't even supposed to be here. I was supposed to be under the prison. Right, right, right. Right? And I'm looking at my beautiful daughter and I'm like, I ain't supposed to be enjoying this. Right. So it was just all of these epiphanies that kept coming to me. And then once I came out of that state, I was like okay I'm a doer I gotta do something about it mm-hmm. so then I began my quest to start empowering as many brothers and sisters that I could to help them realize you know how divine we are you know and and you know that it's just a, a, a divine love man that it's unconditional love that I got for my folks mm-hmm. that make me do the things that I do and continue to aspire to help elevate you
0: know, self well, well, you know, you talking about you having your experience and that pretty much, you know, pushed you to where you are today. But like we were talking about earlier, you know, there is a woke cult culture now. We got people uh, uh, who, who were involved in, in Pan-Africanism and the African diaspora and people who, who are in touch with who they are and who we were. Right. Do you feel like uh, it's easier doing what you do now than it was when you first started? Or do you feel like the timing is just right?
1: um I well i was prepared for what was to come mm. so i was told years ago what was going to happen mm-hmm. right and um based on what the elders that that was guiding me um told me you know everything is exactly what it's supposed to be and i won't look at it as being um easy or difficult or anything like that I just look at it as it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that it's not my role in your spiritual path to get you to see things as I see things. Right, right. That's not it at all. Mm-hmm. I could pass 10 brothers on the streets and never say nothing to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Because everything that I do is a soul expression. And because I'm in tune with my higher self, I'm aware of who, what, when, where, and how. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, right? Mm-hmm. So what that means simply is that um, when the timing is right, when the moment is there for me to interject something to help a brother or sister, it may just start with a question. Mm-hmm. Hey, you ever thought about this? You ever thought about that? And the whole goal is to get somebody to think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, we have been tricked into not thinking. Mm-hmm. Everything is pre-programmed for most people, bro.
3: Right, right.
1: Right? The, the shoes you got on, it was multiple choice when you went to the store. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. might have wanted the Jays in orange, gray, Mm. and black together, Mm. but they don't sell them in them colors. Right, right. You see what I mean? Definitely. So everything in our life for the most part has always been multiple choice. Mm. So now in the walk that we in now, I tell people, like sister, you know that when you went natural, that was the first time you really made a decision for yourself, right? Mm. Why you say that? Because before they had all of the different lace fronts and ponytails and perms or whatever it was in the beauty supply store, and you could only choose from them. You know that, right? Right. I ain't never think about it like that. Yeah. So now, you know, when you made that choice to do that, now a whole new universe opened up to you now because you're thinking, yeah, because, yeah, that was your first free will expression. That was the first time you really exercised your higher consciousness to do something for yourself.
0: And you know what, since we're spilling over in the hair, that's like a major starting point for most black people, is like coming to the point of saying, hey, I'm good with my hair, I'm good with who I am. Right. Uh, this I feel powerful wearing my natural hair and taking care of it myself. Like, how, how did you get to the point to where you looked at your daughter and you said, you know what, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to go through this whole experience with her, and I'm going to make sure she knows that, hey, your natural hair, what you have on your head is just how it's supposed to be, and there should be a pride behind that. How, right. how did you view that? Because I, I see you uh, talking about the, the sister or the young lady who went and did that, but then it translated over to your own life. you know
1: Right, right. because um, with her... She was being picked at. So we went from um, an African culture private school in Atlanta called Children of the Most High, Mm -hmm. and then we moved up to the North Druid Hills area in Atlanta, and she had to go to a public school because based on the geographical location and schedule and everything else, she wasn't gonna be able to go to that school. Mm -hmm. So um, when that happened, she started getting picked at Mm -hmm. because she was the anomaly Whereas everything that she was about, you know, as far as uh, a young uh, uh, goddess who was being raised to appreciate her image and everything else, all of the kids in her school had locks and, you know what I mean, natural hair and everything else. Mm -hmm. That's the school that she going to. So when she went to this school, it was her, two little young brothers, and one other little sister in the whole class. Yeah, so it was way different. Everything was different. So now it's a paradigm shift and um, based on what happened at that particular time, that's how I empowered her. And when it, when like after it happened, it was such a beautiful experience, I was like, man, I need to... I was already working on Supreme Science. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to write a book about this first. But I actually wrote that book in a day. Wow. Literally. Okay. Like, 10 o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. I need to, and I opened the laptop and just wrote everything that happened pretty Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was only a couple things that was like add-ons or whatever, but for the most part, um, it was like a day. I started at like 10 p.m. one night, fell asleep at the keyboard, woke up the next day and took, took the babies to school, whatever, and then finished it later that day. You know? And then so that was, yeah. So, you know, that was how that book got written. But, watch this. For beautiful, for spacious guys, for amber waves of grain, mm-hmm. America, America, God mm-hmm. shed his grace on me, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Right, I remember. Now watch this. It was a bunch of things that they could have used for commerce that they could have got us to um, harvest and crop and everything else. So, why do they make us pick pie? Mm. Resembled our hair texture.
0: I could see that.
1: So, remember, I was saying it was right. perpetual right. psychological attacks. Right Now, watch this. You remember when Malcolm got his hair dyed in the movie X? Right. Said, it looked white, don't it?
3: Right, right, right.
1: You see? So, they had removed us so far. From where we was mm-hmm. that we was putting a uh, toxic mm. uh, lie to, straight,
0: to, straight,
1: yeah. to straighten our hair out mm-hmm. where people use the clean drains and you see what i'm saying right. unclogged drains you right. know what i mean just right. putting it on the hair at some point in our existence you know what i mean so and this ain't to you know disrespect our past or nothing. This is just about trying to help um, brothers and sisters understand what has happened to us. Mm. See, we we can't get right until we deal with the wrong.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, when we talk about uh, our hair and what it means um, our hair Is what you see when you go outside and you see a tree. True. Everything that's organic and natural is growing up towards the sun. Mm. Our hair comes out of our scalp and it makes a spiral up towards the sun. Mm. You know, it forms the number nine. Nine is the highest number, it's Mm -hmm. the number of completion. Mm. And everything that is supreme in the cosmos is connected to the number nine. The sun is 864,000 miles in circumference. Eight plus six plus four is 18. One plus eight is nine. Mm. So that's where the concept of nine ether comes from. Mm. You see, and we are children of the sun. That's why you can go on the walls in the glyphs and you see the Pharaoh Akhenaten and his family holding up their arms with the rays of sun coming down. Right. Them, right, right. Because the sun is not not just a source of light; it's a source of energy. You see, and now we're using solar power and everything else right, right, right in the new millennium. You know, right, right, so right. We we by default are gonna start returning to a lot of our ancient practices anyway.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know what? We're hey, we going to uh, jump into commercial break because I just had a thought. I'm like, I wonder what that looks like, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to jump into commercial break. I'm just a little toxic podcast. More coming up with Dwayne Hendricks, a.k.a. Young Bread.
4: Hi, I'm attorney Andrea Boyd. Every day I advocate for people in private practice. In 2021, I was appointed by the city of McDonough as solicitor pro tem. I use this opportunity to impact the lives of people in a positive manner and to reach our young people. I work countless pro bono hours to help the underprivileged and underserved in our community. As your next Chief Magistrate Judge, I will be sure to bring that same energy and spirit of going above and beyond to the bench. That is why, on May 24, 2022, I am asking for your vote. Vote Boyd for Chief Magistrate Judge. For more information, visit www.boydforhenry.com or follow us on social media at Boyd for Henry.
0: Al Yee's hot sauce is the spirit of Savannah in a bottle. Its origins start in the Savannah seafood staple, David's Crab House. Its sweet and spicy flavor has a divine taste that doesn't overpower your food, it complements it. Al Yee's hot sauce is proud of the community support that has pushed this local gym to the national stage. Al Yee's black and purple label represents the people and the financial support of the community. If you're looking for mouth order and flavor, reach for Al Yee's Hot Sauce. Visit online at alyeeshotsauce.com and follow on social media at Al Yee Hot Sauce. Al Yee's Hot Sauce. Al Yee for all yee.
4: Al Yee for all yee.
0: I'm just a little toxic podcast. I'm your host, Cali Cole. Special guest in the building, Dwayne Hendricks, a, aka Young Bread. Make sure you so, uh, follow him on Instagram at the Real Young Bread. It's on right, Instagram, right? D
1: a r e a l, not, not the
0: T H, but D A.
1: Yeah, that, that's how we rock it. R e a l y o u n g b r e d, bread, and
0: born and thoroughbred in it. Thorough,
1: eh? be real every day. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, you know, you know, uh, you've been out here uh, doing speaking engagements, dropping knowledge on people, and actually advocating for people. Right. You know, uh, talking about the work you've done in the uh, Atlanta murder mysteries. Right. It, Atlanta and, child and, murders. And and, and and the thing is, I've been seeing. Um, I, I guess more people have been talking about it, even though the case is how many years old? Forty. Forty years yeah. old. Yeah. Why? Why is it taking so much? Forty-one now. Forty-one. Okay. Yeah. Why 41. is it? Why is it taking this long for uh, so many lives to be lost and really nobody's like paying attention to it?
1: Um. Well, I don't think it's that it's not nobody paying attention to it. I think that what it is is the cover up was way worse than the actual crimes mm. because you lied on a man put a man in prison created a whole fake case on fabricated evidence and then you didn't give these families justice Mm. right so um with everything that has transpired it's still like i said in the press conference in 2019 it's a gaping hole in the city of atlanta because You had a whole generation of children that was scared to go outside. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even growing up in South Georgia, Mm -hmm. it was like, come get your ass in this house. They killing kids. Right, right. And people have told me, thank you for what you're doing, because, bro, I grew up in Chicago. And when it was going on, that's how they was telling us, get your ass in this house, because they killing kids. Mm because it was glued to every news station all over the country. Right. Right? So it's a real, real serious situation. And um, what's sad, and it's just disgusting at this particular point, is how the so-called leadership from our community failed the city, failed these families, failed Wayne Williams, Mm. right? And they built the city of Atlanta on on this man back, man. Wow like the Atlanta that people know, the Atlanta that became the ATL and the A, and this uh, uh, international city that it is, mm-hmm. Wayne Williams being going to prison is a large part of that. Well, how, how? Maynard Jackson that? took the money that he got from George Bush Sr. and started expanding the airport.
3: Mm.
1: When we was young, it was Hartsfield, Atlanta right, right Airport. When he died, they renamed it Hartsfield-Jackson mm. International Airport. Mm. And now it's the busiest airport in the world right, right. and the biggest moneymaker for the city of Atlanta. And it probably is the biggest moneymaker for the whole state of Georgia.
0: So, so you mean to tell me uh, a move like this, uh, getting a man locked up, uh, I basically, uh, sweeping something under the rug, really sol- solidified business moves to go forward in Atlanta. Absolutely. really just blew the top Absolutely. off.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: But, you know, th- this is an issue that, you know, we always see. We always see uh, uh, where things are brushed over that are happening in our communities or happening to people. And right. it, it's just status quo. It's just business as, as usual. Right. How do you get a case like this? How do, how do people uh, uh, who've been dealing with this for, for 41 or 40 plus years of the agony and not knowing what happened to their child or, or not knowing you know if their child is alive or what. Right. How, how do we get that felt in the public or actually back in the court system or uh, to the right lawyer's offices or, or prosecutor's office? Like right. what, what, what's the next step or, or are you still searching?
1: I can never say what the next step is because of everything that has transpired and all of the attacks that I've come under, mm-hmm. right? But what I will say is that, you know, there are strategic moves that are being made and plans of action that we have in place. Um, But what you always have to do is you always have to keep pushing the line of the awareness and um, keep your foot on the neck of the people that are trying to keep something like this out of the public. Right, right. Right. So as long as it's people like myself that are talking about it, it forces their hand to do certain things, right? So now, based on the precedents that I've been able to set with the moves that I made, there's no way around them not doing something about it at some right. point, right? right. And um, a large part of that was uh, Keisha Lance bottom feeder. Why
0: you call her bottom
1: feeder? Yeah, her oh. reopening the cases okay right okay okay so why would she reopen the cases and then send the dna off to get it tested and then stop
0: mm. yeah
1: in the middle of the testing
0: and so they just didn't didn't get the dna results back they just stopped
1: it. they they they've got some dna results back but the dna results was proving wayne Williams is innocence oh wow so
0: he should be automatically released after that
1: he <laughs> so should that? have been released a long time ago. Right. So in 1999, when Wayne Williams was at Butts County for a habeas corpus trial, the Department of Justice notified Fulton County that they were doing an inquiry into the corruption at the FBI crime labs based on the uh, precedence that was set with the Oklahoma City bombing And one of their crime lab investigators, a man named Dr. Frederick Whitehurst, he came out and blew the whistle about the corruption at the FBI crime lab and how um, unclean of an environment it was. Mm -hmm. So he was saying, we got all of these air-conditioned vents that's blowing fibers everywhere, so how could this be a science that we're actually sending people to prison for murder and things like that? when we got this environment that is not conducive to be able to truthfully give a real test Mm. so this was just one of the things that he did he actually saw how they were fabricating evidence and making stuff up surrounding the oklahoma city bombing Mm. but wayne williams's attorneys weren't told this in 1999 Mm. so that's what's called a brady violation Mm-hmm. Right. Which anything that can exonerate my client or should be in- included in my client's case mm-hmm. as his defense attorney, I am supposed to know.
3: Right. Right. Right.
1: right. So the same thing happened at trial. Wayne Williams never got a free a uh, fair trial. The attorney or uh, 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 the prosecuting attorney, Louis Slayton, the judge used to work for him in the case. That's a conflict of interest. Right, 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 right.
0: Same one same one. we pretty much had here in Glen County dealing with a Montaubert case, yeah. Right. Same. Two people uh, uh, in two and three yeah. offices and got yeah. their cousins and nephews and all exactly. those yeah. yeah. So it's systematically it's all It's systematic,
1: together. right, absolutely. And, and one of the things that we found out along the way in doing this investigation into the Atlanta child murders is the whole aspect of white supremacists being involved and the clan being involved in it wow. right mm-hmm. and see the problem now we're having in 2022 is that people think the clan are poor white trash trailer trash people that you know are drinking a beer and throwing it off the front porch on the side of the trailer and it's uh too much this chain to <laughs> that's what they think right yeah but no you're your sheriffs, your lawyers, right? right your right, judges,. Right. Right, right, right. Your correction officers. Mm-hmm. The, the state patrolman is pulling you over, right. The guy who's running the GBI,. Right, right, right. For instance, Samuel Roper was the head of the GBI, mm-hmm. left the head of the GBI, the, being the director of the GBI to become the imperial wizard for the clan. Mm. So now, does it make sense to you? That when the Atlanta child murders was taking place, a member of the GBI that knew about the 8100 files, which was an investigation into the KKK involvement in the murder of these kids, Mm -hmm. would destroy the files? Oh, yeah, yeah. So if the director of the GBI was Klan, what does that say for the rest of the people that's in the GBI?
3: Right, right, right.
1: Right, they
0: they basically clan members, and they working, and it's right. a whole network of clan members. Right.
1: So when we when we see all these things, like we was talking about the MLK mm-hmm. thing earlier, and how he got killed in Memphis, all right. of the people that was surrounding it was clan that was mm-hmm. calling the shots and making sure stuff happened. So
0: some people put together, and some people within, and some people within. Also. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, you know. Jesse Jackson. Who came down here with Ahmaud Arbery, I say his name, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. it's, this is on record, this is in a book, um, The Plot to Kill King, mm-hmm. that Jesse Jackson was on the FBI payroll, mm-hmm. right, and the man, Russell Atkins, who was the label organizer that killed two black men basically to get MLK to come back to Memphis to actually do the protest that they was doing, that's why he was there this man was paying Jesse Jackson, Billy Kyles, the one who got up on the podium and right. snitched on himself, right. and then another man named O.Z. Evers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So this is all in court depositions that was in the actual lawsuit when the King family sued the government and won because right, right. of they the won. FBI's yeah, involvement yeah. in his assassination, mm. you know? So I ain't saying nothing wrong, what, what, what has to happen is that at some point what we have to come to the realization of is that if things haven't gotten better for our people as a collective and these people who are these figureheads that keep getting put in place, they keep getting thrown in front of us. Right, we right. don't know where they came from. Right. 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 Who are these people? Who sent these people? And are they really here for our benefit? Mm. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. Because it it seems like the same people, they prop them up. They let them do three, four, five things. And then they prop them up. They present something to you. They present something. They say a bunch of stuff that you're with. Then they present something that you don't kind of like, you're not kind of cool with, but you like them so much already. You 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 know you ain't gonna right. shun them or you ain't gonna say nothing right. to them. So it, it's kind of like a cycle of what they're doing, you know. Right.
1: But if I if I've known if I know that I've oppressed you for so long psychologically, all it takes is for somebody to come along to say some halfway pro black, right, right, you, with a dashiki on, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's like, oh my God, right, he's our savior, right, 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 right. You know what I mean? And that's what is continually happening. Yeah. So at some point, we got to stop drinking the Kool-Aid.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what you I right, mean? At right. some point. Hey, You're right, right. Hey, well, we're going to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. We're also going to get uh, to some breaks. I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast, your boy Cali Cole, with my special guest, Dwayne Hendricks, a.k.a. Young Bread. Got more coming up.
5: Commissioner Bruce Holmes has brought progressive change to the community. He has worked diligently to create and grow opportunities to serve and support his community in areas of public safety, quality of life, transportation infrastructure, and business development. When he was elected in 2010, he was the only person at that time who believed in a greater vision for Henry County. When others said it couldn't be done or the opposition was too great, he kept working to make improvements for the citizens of Henry County. Today, Bruce Holmes has a much larger vision for Georgia. That vision is to ensure that we expand health care for all, fully fund public schools, fund programs for kids with special needs, improve education in the South Metro, and voting rights. Now Bruce Holmes is asking for your support to make Georgia better for all citizens. He needs your vote on May 24th to make our vision of Georgia a reality and provide much needed leadership for the citizens of Henry and Cobb County.
0: This is Commissioner Bruce Holmes and I approve this message. At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders. Thyroid, neck, and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 eagles landing parkway suite 110 stockbridge georgia eagles landing diabetes and endocrinology our business is your health visit us at eldiabetes.org they
1: they like they trying to do everything you can't put nothing in front of me right because right. now once i get back in the booth It's gonna go and start giving them these bars. Yeah. See now it ain't we ain't in the age where I gotta go see Clive Davis or somebody. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I could talk straight to my folks and they can get the message right when they get these bars. It's a wrap. So it ain't nothing you can do no more. Yeah. You see what I mean? So I'm no longer in formation. We gotta we're gonna come right
0: right there. Yeah. Right. yeah we're gonna come right from, that, right from that right from information. Yeah. I see it and I'm not even thinking about it like a compound word like that, you know. Right. You're saying it is inform it right. actually information like Beyonce like, right. Beyonce <laughs> t- told
1: them to get information. Right. <laughs> right. So you know Why do you think why do you think they gave us a ritual with writing, Rite of passage, right? True. Right aid. Pharmacy. Because yeah. pharmacy actually means sorcery. Mm. The Greek word for sorcery is pharmakia. Right? Writing, ritual, a rite of passage, right? Man. And then spelling. Right. Place right, you right. under a spell. Mm. Right? That six pointed star, hex, hexagram. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. Because they gave you a curse, cursive mm. writing, spell, spelling. right, right. Man, I, he just put it all together right
0: there, you know. But you yeah. know, uh, you know, it, why why is it that it's hard for us to think like that? Because we have pieces of it from religion that people you you can get that type of information just by you know studying the Bible. You could kind of come
2: into because this. We,
1: we've never been in a state of thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, when I first. Got into meditation, medication, Mm -hmm. meditation, Mm -hmm. medicate. Mm -hmm. I meditate to medicate my mind. Right, 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 right. Right, right. I became deliberate, liberate in my thought process. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We have been programmed not to think, we've been programmed to be reactionary. Right, 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 right. So, in Supreme Science, when I talk about Hegelian dialectic or Hegelian philosophy and operant conditioning, right, which there's something called operant stimuli, where they give a stimulus Mm -hmm. to see what the reaction will be. Mm. It started started with lab rats. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what's going on in this society. They treat the masses as lab rats.
0: You know what? I just read a study today. I was just reading it. You're talking about coming out with male birth control, and they said they did a six-week study, it made some mice sterile, and that was it, it didn't lower the cell. But they literally rolling something out for us using using these mice. Right. You know, it doesn't make sense. in my eyes, how like, you right. gonna use people and you going and you're gonna connect it and say that people are mice. That that right. Shows me the psyche of the people who are doing it. Right. You know what they think of us.
1: Watch this though. That V word that they was trying to make everybody get that they was saying you're gonna lose right. your job if you don't get the V Right, right the right. jab. Right, right. They didn't test that on mice and go through the trials and everything else that's supposed to happen. It was and right then right. nobody questioned that. Mm. We weren't thinking. Mm. Right. Now think about it. If the mask was working, why you needed the V working. Sense. Right, right, right. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Right. Yep. If the social distance was working, why you needed the mask? Right. Mm-hmm. An airborne contagion cannot be stopped by putting a diaper on your face, bro. Right, right. Right? And then some people got the V and then they said, you can still get... And yeah, you got to get a booster. <laughs> right. You see what I mean? Right, right, right. Now, these the same people it gave our folks simplest, bro. True, true. Just key. Huh? Right, right. It happened. That it was real. Right. That wasn't 100 happened. years ago, it bro. Happened. That wasn't 250 years ago, bro. But, that was like 50, 60 years ago, bro.
0: But I, but that's what people, that's people's response. I talk to people, even being on social media, even people uh, in person, black and white, they'll tell you, oh, well, that happened... So many years, or they're not actually gonna to try to give you a STD or give you a disease. You know, this is how yeah. deep people are are into the thinking. Right. So when you present when you present that to think outside the box or or to just think for yourself, I mean, it's a constant battle. It's a, it's a constant battle. You 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 create friction. I know you create a lot of friction, but it's a cause to to giving people the thing you know right. that's that's the whole reason for you know us doing I'm just a so little toxic podcast is us giving an opportunity for people who are talking about things that are outside of of what you would hear in mainstream media or affirmation to, yeah yeah right right alfamation man that 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 might have to be that that's something else we're gonna to have to talk about then the affirmation definitely hey I'm just a little toxic podcast dwayne Hendricks is on deck with us, but uh let them know where they can get the books and where they, where they can get a hold of you online and uh where they can continue uh to get in depth and get some teaching
1: right so the books are just under my government name dwayne Hendricks on amazon um only these four books because there is an imposter, Dwayne Hendrix, out there that's trying to sell books under my name. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so just these four right now. Okay. And then the next one that's coming out is going to be Red Pill Alchemy Volume 2. If you don't see that red pill, it ain't mine. Um, the Real Young Bread, D A R E A L Y O U N G B R E D, at Instagram, at Twitter. Um, I don't do a lot of tweeting and stuff like that. I'm on Clubhouse and hashtag Red Pill Gang, okay. all one word. Okay. Facebook group, hashtag Red Pill Gang, all one word. And um, I'm also United Streets of America right. uh, on Clubhouse as well. And then we also have a corresponding YouTube channel for United Streets of America on YouTube, it's just called United Streets, though. De- definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, make
0: sure you check out Dwayne Hendrix, a number of books, uh, uh, a bunch of content out there for you to check out. And uh, if you don't have it, run it back. We're gonna get you plugged in. We definitely gotta get you to come back on the show because I mean, we oh. we ain't even scratched the surface of uh, oh, what we time. where we can go. But I mean, just every time, it's just a, a wealth of knowledge. So I appreciate you coming sure. in. All right, bro. Hey, I'm this little toxic podcast. Y'all stay locked in. We out.
6: Are you tired of using over-the-counter products that contain chemicals and byproducts? It's time to make a positive decision that'll change your life. It's time to start saying no to those products and make your skin pop. Now introducing Oh My Shea Body Butter that will magically melt into your skin on contact and will leave you feeling renewed and in balance. Changes in the seasonal weather and life stressors will bring about dryness and chapping in the skin, feet, hands, and hair especially. Own My Shea products will moisturize, condition, hydrate, and invoke calm energies within to help combat each daily mission you face. Own My Shea contains organic ingredients such as raw shea butter, coconut oil, mustard seed oil, castor oil, cocoa butter, jojoba, and vitamin E oils to thoroughly hydrate and nourish your skin. Log on to OwnMyShea.com to find out more, start looking good, and feeling great with Own My Shea.